yourself. This is so much fun for you, isn't it? I'm sending them abusive messages. I, I love how we've literally just gone live as you're <laughs> the first thing that anyone who watches the VOD is going to be, I hope you're having a great time. <laughs> uh yeah no lovely stuff yeah because uh we're just we're just gonna wait and see if a couple of people turn up before we we do anything but yeah sorry continue we're just talking about magic because uh well, it's a great game to play happen. as well as playing warhammer now that they've fixed the game to a fairly significant yeah, it's degree decided to, i mean i've got like yeah thousands of cards in a box so i we bought um as a group we bought like an entire massive booster box of like mm. when it was dinosaurs and mermaids i can't remember what it was called um, oh, that famous set, Dinosaurs and Mermaids. Dinosaurs and Mermaids. Yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, but the plan was we would just like randomly build decks mm. out of them and then just play them into each other. We never got around to it. So I just wasted mm. £60. And that entire box is probably now worth about 2p. So. Um, yeah, unless you pulled something that's now got yeah. you know relevance in Commander because that's the, uh, the big thing. Hey, we have one whole viewer. One whole viewer. Excellent. No. Well, as far as I'm concerned, one person is uh, is enough to uh, to get going. I think that is absolutely fair. So, 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 we are going to be talking about shocker. All of the shit that's dropped today. That's a big one, isn't it? That's a lot it more. Yeah, it's more than I was expecting. I will say, I wasn't. Like when we were initially thinking about the uh, the data slate coming up, I was expecting it to be a mid-sized one. I wasn't expecting it to be the full overhaul that we've got, but uh, we got a lot of shit. I think fair play to them because I think initially they had said like a long time ago the plan was points only in this one. Um, yeah, that was before they realised how poorly they'd done. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, actually, the amount of mm. like abuse they're probably receiving is that uh, no, 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 and so. You know, I haven't actually read the MetaWatch article, so I can't say. Normally, they aren't very good at owning up to mistakes, so, but maybe they have this time. Normally, should we have a look? Let's let's start off with that because um, I've remembered a couple of times that they definitely have done. And they've probably done a really long video as well. But it's the way they frame oh, yeah. things. It's like, well, we've noticed this, this, and this, and you're like, no, <laughs> noticed it, have you? <laughs> <laughs> you fucked it. So um, yeah, fair play to them, even if they probably haven't admitted it. Yeah, let's have, have at least gone up the way. Uh, landed with shockwaves in June, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, no, it kind of just reads like they're completely ignoring, or not ignoring, <laughs> but avoiding. It's like, uh, this was a mammoth project on a game redesigned from the ground up, and issues with balance are an inevitability. Mm, uh, not these issues. Like, <laughs> come the fuck on. Um cool then there's a video that is probably a waste of time to watch um i definitely don't watch it on here let's not get our video taken down and then they just say some of the things that they've changed all right cool um let's give you the opinion of some people who actually know about what they you know what they're talking about instead of uh some some bump on uh an article so what we're going to do, the way we're going to do this is we're going to start off with the uh, balance data sheet. And then as we go to each army, we will talk about the points as well, because I think that's probably the uh, the most in the easiest way to do it, make relevant sense. So starting off with a banger, devastating wounds. 
Um, I had a great time. I, I, it's been quite a while since I've ventured into Reddit. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm feeling happier and healthier for, for, for that. But uh, some of the comments were beautiful. Lots of people who were just, uh, you know, throwing their hands up in the air like, oh, nothing's been changed. To be entirely fair to them, this does read slightly weirdly the first time you read it because your brain just fills in the gaps. Mm -hmm. Devastating wounds. Each time an attack is made with such a weapon, if that attack scores a critical wound, no saving throw of any kind can be made of that against that attack, including invulnerable saving throws. Yada, yada, yada. Um, and it's still allocated after you've made all your other saves the same way that mortal wounds were. But it no longer spills over. Give me your thoughts on that one. Yeah, I mean, it just feels right, doesn't it? Like it's, yeah. uh, it's just like anything that spills. We always know at various points in the history of 40k, mortal wounds spam has been a huge what? issue. And shock never horror. happened before. When you give certain models the ability to fire a shit ton of mortal wounds out and spill them over, it's going to cause yep. game issues. What a surprise! If only any of us could have predicted it. So now it's kind of like, a, oh no, yeah, actually, it's a devastating wound. It's so powerful, it goes through anything and kills that model dead. Awesome. Yeah. I'm on board. What a games workshop for getting it right eventually. I'll be honest, I still don't like it. I, I think it's fine. I think it's um, a healthy change. I don't yeah. think it's necessarily an issue. I just don't like there being rules that ignore invuns. Like okay. we've literally just moved away from a edition where we had the arms race of this ignores invuns. And sure, that's what mortal wounds were by default, but just codifying it as if you roll a critical wound, you ignore their all their defenses. Yeah. Eh, I don't. You're keen you... to just get rid of devastating wounds, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's you've fine. Always but... been that. Yeah. Just do do a better job uh, of writing your rules in the first place. Anyway, this is fine. I don't think there's much that they could have done better at this point. Yeah, sure. So that's fine. It'll be do. It'll do. We've got stratagems that can be used more than once per turn. Um, so this is the way I believe this refers to stuff like the um, what should we call it? The CP reduction for like yeah, a space marine yeah. captain, that sort of jobby. Uh, basically, you can't use that on every stratagem now. You can only use it on the. Uh, that's the one. That's the word I was looking for. Battle tactic. Tactic. Try that again. Battle tactic stratagems. This is a terrible change because now I have to learn. Like fuck me. Um, it's fine. I don't feel like this is the change that I would have wanted to see. Uh, I don't think it's a bad change. I don't particularly like it, but I'll live with it. It's uh, it is a ball ache though, like because if you're playing competitively, you don't need to just know your own. Especially if you're running a vect effect, like now you need to vect really effect. know nice. vect effect. Uh, that's what they called me back in high school. Um, the kids in my school were weirdly cruel. Uh, <laughs> And I believe that ties into the the mod modifying a stratagem's cost. Um, yeah, so anything that modifies the stratagem cost there can only be used on the uh, the battle tactics as well. I read the second part of the rule before the first part of the rule. Um, what are you going to do? Sue me? <laughs> I'm feeling weirdly combative this afternoon. Uh, I'm not sure I'm why. I'm excited. I'm excited for your hot takes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, well, I am in satan's bullsack right now so they will know even the the mildest take is by definition a hot take but I'll, I'll say some dumb shit um i'm sure at some point down here um yeah so it's basically just if you're modifying or using a strategy more than once it's going to be battle tactics 
now we have to learn what all the battle tactics are. I do know, and I haven't looked through them all myself, but uh, someone put in the chat that the only one that GSC can use now is the the best one that you probably wanted to use it on. The I think it was plus one to wound on two units. Yeah. So different. I'm not sure if they're doing this to like lower power. It doesn't feel like it because it's the best track can use it for that book anyway. It'll make the balancing easier down the line. So I guess it's not a bad effect in that regards. Um, Fire Overwatch, that has been changed. Uh, now you have to be able to see the unit that you are overwatching. Mm -hmm. So no more D cannons hiding behind walls. Uh -huh. And you cannot use a Titanic unit. Yeah, it's a bit uh, hard to <laughs> uh, No, no, it's, it's, so here's the thing. There is one player or one type of player that I uh, feel sorry for. And given that we start off with Magic the Gathering, um, oh. I'll use some magic terminology. It's the Timmy player who likes his big stompy robots and doesn't really care about how effective they are. And by that, I mean someone who runs a Valiant. Look at you, Lewis. Um, <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love that model. And before they went up in points, I was thinking about playing Chaos Knights with a, a Chaos um, Tyrant with the Harpoon and the Flamer. That is the one thing I'm legitimately a little sad to see no longer able to Overwatch. It wasn't super OP. It was good, but like, yeah. you know, it's it's a limited uh, effect. Um, the rest of the time, fuck him. I I'm so happy for this to go. Uh, we'll see some more changes to Wraith Knights as well, but we're already <laughs> strike one and strike two. Oh. You ca <laughs> you cannot Overwatch with a Wraith Knight now, and even if you do, you can't kill more than like three models. So good change here. Insane bravery. This is an interesting change because. Mm. we've had already three months now of people going Battleshock's a bit shit in it um, people are a little hotter on Battleshock with the new Tyranid Codex coming out I think that that is yet again people reading things and not testing them I, I don't think Battleshock is necessarily going to be any better in the Nid book than it was in the, the Nid index I don't think it's going to be any more impactful uh, there's some niche cases where you can use a strat that affects something when it's battle-shocked. Insane Bravery, though, is quite nice as a change. You have to call your shot again. It's a once-per-game, and it prevents a unit from having to take the test. How do you feel about that one? I mean, every time, every edition, we're always like, oh, you're going to change leadership. Oh, it's going to have zero impact. Yeah. And sure enough, it's had zero impact. But the fact of the matter is, it didn't even matter if you did fail because you're like, oh, I'll spend my one CP and fix the problem, which sure. was a mild inconvenience anyway. So this is what the stratagem makes sense yeah. um, to be. Um, and it re remains to see whether further down the line, I don't know, maybe GW go, oh, let's see if we can really push Battleshock and completely break it um, mm. and make Lyalize fully miserable for particular arms. But as it is, this... I mean, this just makes sense as what the stratagem to be should be because it was just complete. It just made Battleshock even more pointless in its original state. So, yeah. I like this change. It is interesting that it again skews it into being something that some armies will just never even consider using, like custodies yeah. or you know anyone with great. Um, great leadership there i've just realized that we've got a couple of people in the chat who i've been completely ignoring apologies to sharuni and simon b um let's go through he says what would make me happy with dev wounds just get rid of it just like make it something completely un unreal like i just get rid of the fucking keyword i don't think there are any guns that i'd be uh upset to see without devastating wounds uh, maybe again 
Timmy's harpoon gun on the uh, the Valiant, but you know they're expecting some of us in the wreckage, brother. Uh, as I said previously, uh, Simon mocks me for my inability to speak. It's a good job you're funny, Simon, because that's uh, <laughs> that is that is true. Uh, Sharuni says changes to dev wounds make infantry much better. Yeah, that's an interesting point, especially with us seeing the um, the new what do you call it. The, uh, the NID detachment where you can turn off blast. So there could be some spicy, spicy horde armies. Um, someone someone who's under 30 is going to pioneer that. And then a couple of people who are over 30 are going to be rushed to hospital um, trying to move that many models around. And I'm excited to see someone do well with it and someone die. It'll be, uh, <laughs> it'll be one of those. <laughs> um simon says no more using the hammerhead to uh to fish for sixes and pick up an infantry squad uh, i think the only person in the world who does that consistently is our teammate jack he seems to roll sixes on his um he does do quite often, yeah. yeah 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 and it's you can't even be mad because it's such a low chance of happening and then it happens you're like oh i mean yeah. makes a good story uh we've got scriver here good man he says like stream oh yeah let's do the streamer stuff if you could like and uh Follow the channel, subscribe, follow me on OnlyFans. Uh, all of the above things are great for our engagement, and uh, that would be that would be lovely. Scriver says, "I wonder if Q, uh, people will value a mortal wound shrug less now." Yeah, given that devastating wounds doesn't actually give you a feel no pain against mortal wounds anymore. That's a good point. Something we didn't talk about. Oh, that feels like an oversight. It's like, are they going to change it back? Probably not. Because um, it feels yeah, like it a sort of thing funny. that they've just missed and then, you know, are going to pretend. Uh, Simon says, don't you have a Patreon? Now, we do have a Patreon. Oh, yeah, I should probably plug that instead of my imaginary feet only fans. Um, I will. Yeah, that is true. There's a there's a link tree that you can click on that I don't think is in the chat. But um, I'm sure Chris, who is a wizard, could arrange that and put that in the uh, the chat or something like that. Love you, Chris. Ed, you are smashing this promotion, um, Malarkey. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, moving on swiftly. Ruins. This is the towering change that we were waiting to see. And uh, I quite like it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But aircraft work the same way as they worked previously, which is fine because nobody was running with aircraft. It's probably going to be a problem down the line when they print some rules that are just too good for aircraft, but we'll address that when we come to it. Um, Games Workshop are a big fan of just leaving ticking time bombs and not you know, fixing them before the problem that everyone saw coming comes around. But towering models no longer just look through ruins, which is fantastic. Uh, what they do get instead is you can edge into ruins and shoot through them, I believe. So you can put your toe as a, yeah. a knight player into a ruin and shoot through it, which is great. That's just that makes the big base models playable. Any thoughts on this one? Yeah, I like it. Like it's, um, it, I mean, if you think the most oppressive towering unit is obviously the um, the Wraith Knight, and we're gonna assume that the Wraith Knight probably isn't seen much um, anymore. So mm -hmm. then the it comes down to well, what about the big knights? Because they're the only other units who could were abusing towering, they've probably taken a few hits elsewhere anyway. Um, but this just feel I think it's just that feels bad, especially in kind of like the mid tables or in a casual game when you're playing like these quite lower to middle, more like fun lists perhaps, and 
some night just blasting you across from everywhere because you've got the GW terrain below the holes in. Then mm. um, so it's it's more of a quality of life change, um, I think, and just makes a bit more sense across the board. I'm pleased to see it because the potential for uh, an Imperial Knight player to just load up on all of the efficient shooting and pick up your Marine army before you get to play the game was uh, was rough on some boards. It was the like I hate it when they write rules that make some terrain um, setups just really bad, and I don't mean like the really bad terrain setups that you go to a tournament once you're like I'm never coming back there. Like people are having to adapt their terrain so much, and now this means that you can go back to using kind of what you have, what looks good, yeah. and still make a competitively viable board for all of the armies instead of just eighty percent of them. All righty then. So we're moving on to the faction rules here. So I am going to change the screen we're on because it's going to be much easier to talk about the points this way so sisters of battle um what do we got for sisters um the answer is not all that much we got some points changes we got a lot of points changes um i would say it looks like we're we're seeing sort of a 10 15 percent maybe a little bit more points cut across the board went down no, yeah, war suits went down a lot. Um, anything in here particularly excite you? Not really. I mean, sisters are an interesting one because they've actually got some solid rules. Um, mm. Their melter, which they've always relied on, hasn't obviously, obviously anywhere near as powerful. Yeah, they've got it's... some nice combos, and there is probably a break point where suddenly sisters become really good. Yeah, um, just from you... being able to spam so much stuff. You know what um, that break point is? Is it here? when they write bloody rose rules? <laughs> Because they just hit like fucking anemic fish at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But so. I know. I mean, I don't. I don't know the original costs. Um, Good job they're um, on the screen for you. Yeah, I mean, as in without just actually properly in it, um, analyzing them. But yeah, I, yeah. What, do you, what do you reckon? It's gone down to like two thousand points. Is now what like seventeen, eighteen hundred points? Somewhere in that range depends so, if you were like running loads of the war suits before, which you probably shouldn't have been. But they are cool. So if you want to do, fair play to you. Yeah, you weren't uh, winning games against like the top meta armies with sisters anyway, so fuck it, play, play them well, on. I have not seen, I've been to a few events now, I've not yeah. come across a single sisters army. The thing uh, I, that that army rule feels bad in that it's the if you're below like um, if you're below strength to get plus one to hit, okay. it's that you know that vibe. Yeah. It always feels a bit rough to have your army rule only trigger when something your opponent does and can control ticks up. Um, you'll spend most of the game not having any army detachment rule, yeah. which is pretty grim. Um, but yeah, some changes here. I'm not expecting to see them on top tables. Maybe you'll see them on mid tables. People who like playing sisters will play sisters, which is, you know, a fine place for them to be at the moment. And hopefully when they get their codex, they'll get some more interesting rules. Oh, hey, an army that got loads of shit that happened to them. Let's talk about them instead. Hey, Christodes. Yeah, absolutely. So they changed, uh, first of all, they changed the un uh, Unwavering Sentinel stratagem to Epic Deed, so you can't just slam that one for uh, for free. I assume it was a battle stratagem before. Uh, and then more importantly, they've changed the, the number of models you can take in units, because those 10-man bricks were pretty fucking oppressive. Um, so we're down to Custodian Guard being either four or five models, Custodian Wardens being four or five models, and the Virtus Praetors being two to three models. Now that's good, because I know every Every man and this dog was clamoring to run those Virtus Praetors. 18, oh, bad boys. Yeah, can't, can't wait. So, um, across the board, we're seeing some reasonably sized uh, 
point increases. So you're looking at uh, for custodian guard, you're going from 40 to 50 points for a normal model. For a warden, you're going from 50 to 55 points per model. Um, for the Alaris, you're going from 65 to 70 points a model. So you're seeing it's not massive increases on each model, but it's you know enough to make you down probably a unit from where you were before. Yeah, Lee um, um, has gone, I think, 200 points with his custodian. Yeah, that sounds about right. And because they're they're oppressive in the fight phase, but they're not like so oppressive that they need the the points changes that other armies got. So I know something that people have been excited about uh, Venatari. They're down from two thirty five to two hundred. I still don't like them. It's not they're too expensive. Sixty seven points for a model. It's for what reason? Just because they move a bit faster. Yeah, like moving fast is valuable. Absolutely. Maybe I'm undervaluing them because they have, um, they can rapid ingress in for free, I believe. Um, and then once you've rapid ingressed in somewhere behind a wall, you've then in your next turn got a 12 inch move. That is valuable. So, you know, maybe we see a unit that likes to play some skirmishing units of an Atari. But do they do anything when they get there? That's the well, they're custodian guard with lance, so they they slap reasonably hard. Oh. They're not they're not awful. They're okay. Um, can you I take just them don't. In sixes? You can take them in sixes for a full fifth of your army. But as someone who's played into quick shout out to my mate Rory, who uh, plays a lot of custodies, plays very aggressive custodies. When I played him in ninth with the uh, the three units of Venetari that were advancing and charging at me, which is a similar effect to what you can do now with the rapid ingress, but in a different way, um, they're kind of hard to deal with. So I guess we'll uh, we'll have to see. Um, I, he's he's hot on them. He thinks that they could be okay. I am not, but I'm going to bow to his uh, superior wisdom on them. Um, you know what my favorite thing is here. The grav tank didn't go up. Oh. I'm wondering if there's going to be a build that you can put together where you take loads of Forge World tanks, basically. Um, I'd have to have a refresh my memory on what the uh, the shooting platforms are really good. I know the Caladius grav tank is very good, so you start with three of those. You probably ally in either a knight or three war dogs, and you kind of just go that sort of build, similar to the dreadnought build, but skewing a little further into. Um, like a, an aggressive mid-board sort of list with the, uh, not war dogs, uh, war glaives. Hmm. But uh, yeah, lots of changes. I don't think any changes here particularly take my eye. I'm a little sad at the Agamatus custodians. They're the chunky terminators. They're still more expensive than the Alaris custodians. Why? I don't know. They're not better. Like The Aquilin are the terminators. The Agamantus are the special dick bikes, aren't they? Oh! Oh, they are. Thank you. Well, now I feel better because the Aquilin are exactly the same points, whereas they used to be more expensive. Uh, yeah, they, they're actually one of the, they may be the only unit in here that took a points cut apart from the Sisters of Silence. Um, yeah, because they're down to the same points as the Alaris Custodians. Oh, now I'm going to have to relook at this index because I love those models. <laughs> Yeah, I like my desire to play them is shot up purely because the <laughs> thick, chunky terminators are playable yeah. <laughs> uh, in point points wise. I'll have to have a look at those rules. Um, any other thoughts on these? Anything that particularly catches your eye? Yeah, I mean, I think there's always good value in um, the custodies kind of MSU build anyway. Um, yeah. Just lots of waves of um, five bands being flung at you and doing their job. Now you're 
instead of that 10 man, it's just a normal five man now, and the bill is probably going to stay pretty similar. Um, it the a big issue for them is obviously currently therefore I feel no pain against mortals, which is their saving grace mm. into certain matchups is now no longer there when you're playing into devastating wounds. So I would be concerned that if I'm playing into Forge Fiends, that sort of thing, um, you know, the yeah. now the Wraith Knight doesn't exist. Um but the Forge Fiends still do, and I'm sure there are other units which are going to cause quite a lot of It'll be interesting to see how many units people still run with Devastating Wounds, because it's now purely an anti-big model or custody um, tech piece, whereas before it was kind of an anti-everything tech piece. I think Forge uh, Forge Fiends even is a great shout, because they're such an efficient unit that you're going to see them whether they have Dev Wounds or not, I think they're just really good. Yeah, exactly. Um, But yeah, I suspect... It wouldn't surprise me if the Chaos Space Marine matchup is now almost unwinnable for a Custody player just because of, as long as they've got lots of force wins. Yeah, I mean, I I think because they're skewing towards that more MSU play style, I think it's actually not as bad as it sounds like it might be. Um, If a Forge Feed can essentially, with full rerolls, pick up a five-man on its own. Sure. My point is more that you're going to be playing more the uh, the tricksy playstyle of ninth edition custodies. Just hide. Yeah, hide, and now you can rapid ingress in. I'm I'm very uh, curious to see how they play because I really enjoyed that MSU playstyle. Um, now that you can attach characters to units, it feels a bit worse to do. Just like not, it feels like it's a yeah. worse play. It just feels like oh, I want big stuff to put my units in. Yeah. yeah okay. But uh, yeah. Okay, custodies. Um, I don't think they're dead by any means. I think they're still going to be the premier melee army. But now they're priced in a way that you can't just dominate no matter what you do. I think their strength might rely more on the meta. You'll see them lower down if devastating wounds are not an issue. And you see them yeah. higher up if we've got lots of melee good stuff going on. What what you'll find with custodies is if you have a deep collection for custodies, you can always write a list that will be half decent into the meta because they have a really um, widespread, like a lot of their stuff does very different things. So the mech list might end up being really good, which is great if you've got the models for it, or the mech list might be terrible. But if you can play MSU Wardens, you know, you're in the money. Who can say? Time will tell. I'm looking forward to seeing how people do those. Oh, this is your speciality. It's Admech. Are you you really excited about them? Um, I would be slightly... Um, so one of the big changes has been that Rangers and Vanguard are now um, a four above, say, five, five pin pin them. Yeah. The thing is, like, that's still on ten models. Like, yeah. It's not on the twenty. It's still on ten days. shit models. Yeah. And so it's like, well, that's basically nothing. The point yeah. drops, obviously, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have seen a rewrite of this um, specialist, like, well, you know, the Rad Bombardment thing. Yes. Um, yeah. God. Yes. Literally the worst hit one out of in every army in the game. Um, like if they could at least just handed control of it over to the admet player, then the um, and then at least it potentially has a bit more of an impact. But in terms of points changes, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess you're getting another two hundred points in your list now. Um, Admech aren't a particularly well explored uh, faction at the moment, um, so. I think, I mean, there's a guy who's been to events near us, Johnny, who um, has been doing four months with Admech. Um, and I think they've got some... How? Blend. 
Well, you know, if you can abuse the breaches enough, okay. <laughs> then, yeah. um, and they can do it. Um, they have got this omnipulous, basically, it was omnipulous plus an um, a enhancement, who basically becomes anti-infantry two plus anti-vehicle four plus devastating wounds with like quite a few shots, and so it's one character. Mm. Um, that has been like I know Jack Tight played into it and got like obliterated by this just one manipulous, um, obviously. Um, so you know, hey, if you can abuse that model and a few other things, then you've got a bit of um, bit of play there. But oh. yeah, I mean, Admech, I think they'll obviously got probably move up a tier or two, but by no means have they had enough to um, push up. Now you're just going to get more stuff to play your missions whilst still building around the same sorts of things like your breaches. Yeah, surely in chat says uh, Admet Codex is coming uh, in the winter, so they're likely saving the bigger changes for that, yeah, which is a great point. Yeah, uh, and like even if they don't change that detachment and they've printed it because reasons, there will be another four or five detachments yeah. which are good. I hope so. Hopefully, Hopefully yeah, I've got I've got a friend who's taking Admet to LGT, uh, not necessarily because he he has like a super insane meta read and more that he's converted up loads of Skaven into Admet. Um, um, which look really good and he's doing well with him like he he has a winning matchup into imperial knights which was very funny at the point when imperial knights were really good before they took those points cuts hmm. uh points increases sorry um because it was one of the few armies that you'd put down the table your opponent would go ah this is this is an easy game then the admech would go first and two of your knights would be dead yeah and you're, uh, <laughs> so um they definitely have some 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 niche use uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how they are because I, I love the breaches. Um, but hell, if I'm gonna get you know 36 of those together, that's it, isn't it? I mean, you've got to take at least two blobs. That's 12 breaches. Um, I own three. I just mm. don't want to build and paint another nine. That's why that I'm is not really very fair. Towards, not really gone towards Admic yet. Um, but yeah, maybe when the new codex comes out, we'll uh... yeah. The right, the big meta threat, Adeptus Titanicus. No changes. Games Workshop. What are you playing at? The community has been crying out for changes to the Titans. Um, yeah, cool. Warhound Titan, you can still run a Warhound Titan and some other models, which is which is just cool. I'm a big fan of that, even though like it's not going to win any events, but someone's going to do it and have a great time mm. and like go two and three or like three and seven or some. Yeah. God knows what. There'll be like some massive like American event with ten rounds or something. Daphne will win three of them. And yeah. um, every one of his opponents will have bought him a beer or something like that. Yeah. And he'll have, he'll have had a great time. Cool, 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 cool. All right, the actual meta threat, Eldari. Um, so in the FAQ, not the FAQ, the balance data shape, they get one change. Phantasm, change it to one Eldari infantry unit from your army. Oh, boy. There we go. That is good, because you know what the Eldari infantry are? Pretty shit, mostly. Like, there's a couple of standouts. There's warp spiders. There's uh, shadow specters. There's. I think my list ends there. You got any infantry that you want to add to the not like really good list? I mean, both guard were in. The oh end god, end. yeah, I forgot about that. Um, WTC, so both guard are pretty tasty. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a I think it's a good change. It's still it's a situationally very good strat. You don't get to phantasm and stuff you want to, but it's still mm. a pain in the arse when you've got a unit of infantry on one side of a wall and then they line up their shots and then you phantasm to the other side. But it and on top of that, because of the 
points changes we're about to talk through, people might well be running more infantry and go down that MSU style. Then the screens against the deep striking um, armies like your demons, for example, and that um, could be more problematic. But overall, is what it is. We expected it. It's it was an unbelievably gross and ridiculous strat, so it had to change. Probably the best strat ever printed, ever. So uh, you know, as changes go, it could have been more harsh. They probably could have put that to two CP as well, and people would still find a niche use for still it. Find ways to use um, it. I mean, it, it, like Eldar don't need any leeway, but like I'd have quite liked to have seen it to could be just any non-monster or vehicle unit, so you could use it so on you know, wing, the jet bikes. Um, the jet bikes are good; they're not like ballot hall of fame. So people were abusing them when everything was super cheap. You're going to mm. see more bikes now. We'll get into the points in a second. Um, but just thematically, like Eldar, Eldar are jet bikes, so I'd have liked to have seen them be able to use that. But uh, again. Literally, no one is crying a tear for uh, for Elder. All right, points changes. Um, we can skip through a few of these. Azaman went up fifteen points. Don't care. Autark went up ten points. Don't care. Skyrunner went up ten points. Don't care. Autark Wayleaper went up thirty-five points. And what do we call that? Fucking deserved. And are you still going to run it? Yes, Absolutely. you are. It's so good. You can advance and do actions. You move a ridiculous distance. 14-inch move, I believe, base, isn't it? Yeah. It has lone operative. It gets you a CP when it's a warlord. You, they could have printed at 115 before everything else went up, and you probably still go, yeah, I'm going to make that my warlord. That's really fucking sick, mate. Um, it's just a great unit. Uh, I, I can't see Eldar units dropping it unless you go... No. You tell me games if you're taking Yanari. Because yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, I know you were musing earlier um, about whether Yunari is the way to go. We'll mm -hmm. get onto that. Obviously, the uh, Drakari have got some points changes as well. But yeah, Wayleaper, still sick. Avatar of Kane went up 40 points to 335. Still pretty sick. I think yeah. you're still happy to run that. Nothing about that changes. I think, if anything, I'm more willing to run it now because I'm less willing to run the um, the Wraith Guard. So yeah. I, I could see myself being happier to run the Avatar instead of anything else. Um, Dark Reapers, they're up in points, five points, just because people were using them as GSE tech. This is yet another nerf to Dark Reapers that is not needed. <laughs> <laughs> the one niche case that people were playing them for is dead. I think GSE are probably relegated to the dusty corners of the super dedicated players now. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they didn't need a nerf, but it's only five points and they were shit anyway. So, uh, you know, when people were taking them purely for the non-line of sight options, you know that the unit is just not a good anti-tank choice. Yeah. Uh, Death Jester, up 20 points. Mm. Fine. Sometimes. If I think if you want to run him, you still run him. Uh, yeah. Honestly, like he's I don't. Still, he's still perfectly reasonable and doing a job. I don't think you were running him because you wanted him specifically for his output. I think you were running him because you wanted him for the jank he provides. And I think you're kind of still happy to take him if you've got the points. And you're still playing like... Space Messenger on him, which is what, like 15, 20 points or something. Yeah, just checking that hadn't gone up as well. 
So, yeah, I, I think you're less likely to see him, but not because he's gone up in points. You can still pop a Space Marine five man, no problem. So, I um, think I think you're less likely to see him because you're going to have less points to play around with yeah, as an LW. You, you player. don't want that. Oh, this is a cool tech pick. Um, yeah. Hey, I've, I've put 1600 points in my list together with two Wraith Knights and some Fire Prisms. What do I put in my list now? Oh, I guess I'll play another operative who can also kill entire Marine squads yeah. or snipe out characters. That sounds fun. Yeah, I, I, I think he's fine. I'm not super sad to see him go up in points. Uh, Eldrad, 100 points to 110 points. Was anyone playing him? No. Cool. Moving on. Uh, I think this is a fairly typical Games Workshop thinking things are more important than they actually are. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather no just one have more, no one wants. No one needed Doom. Which is what he brings. So uh, everyone would love to have Doom if it was applied in a way that was completely reasonable. But it's not. He has to have line of sight on something. You can't phantasm him now, so you're firing and fading him, which is just such an unreasonable tax on your uh, your game plan. Eh, it's just not. You're not doing it. You've got to be so close, like 18 inches away from them. Hmm. Nah, get out of here. Not fun. Uh, Farseers and Farseer Skyrunners, they both went up. Uh, what was it, 15 points? Yeah, that's fine. You're still going to run them in the list that want them. It's an interesting one because the fastest Skyrim was being taken to go with the Wraith Knight for guide. Yeah. But now you're not taking the Wraith Knight. Is there anything that actually you rolling hits with? The nine, nine bikes. bikes. So if you go down the nine bikes, you're going to put yeah. them in. Otherwise, I don't think you take them anymore. And you probably yeah. lean more towards the Farseer um for the um for the avatar minus one to wound or the incarnate minus one to wound because actually sure. changing a six for your devastating wounds is irrelevant kind of now yeah um so unless you need to finish off like a, a knight or something yeah like that. it's he's not what you're taking him for whereas you, you yeah. that was part of the package with the um with the race knight so now i could fully see lists which don't take um if you're going just incarn and msu and not taking bikes yeah. I don't necessarily say you do take a fast anymore. I, I know people were running both. I personally disliked the tax of having both. I yeah, was a, a I, I, lots of lists were running both. Though, I, didn't mm. I was a one one fast seer only player when I was playing Eldar. Um, so yeah, if you're playing, you know, if you want your avatar to stand in the middle of the board and not die, just run the normal foot fast here. Jumps yeah. a gun. Um, all right, Fire Prism up from 150 to 180. Keep in mind, at the start of the edition, this was 120 points. What do you think? Give me your uh, hot takes on this. <sighs> Whenever I play opponents, never do they go, Man, your Fire Prisms are amazing. Yeah. They just go, oh, yeah, they were, they were right. And that's kind of the job they're doing. You know, they're there, they're obviously very reliable because of their efficiency and their beating up the other tanks and they're not getting shot back because of phantasm. Um, now, 180, I could definitely see a situation where I look elsewhere for my anti-tank. But That's having bad. said that, you know, your, and your, your Bright Lance platform is obviously a bit more expensive now. Um, I don't think you take three, personally. Um, I mean, I've got a list on my phone which is two. And I've always, well, I mean, I've always won two, but you can still one. We're gonna, two. we're gonna have to argue about this again. <laughs> you never take two of your main workhorse unit if you want two to to survive. You've got to take three. But it's not a main workhorse unit. Oh, it hundred percent is. Hundred percent is. Not. We're gonna disagree on this one. Uh, every Eldar list I write is gonna start with three fire prisms. Still, 
that's great, but you'll find a lot of the Eldar list didn't do that. Yeah. Um, so and uh, if we're if we're pulling rank here, how many uh, how many tournaments have you won with Eldar so far this edition? Um, one. Have, have you actually won one? Have I just missed that? Yeah, I won the one with Tom and Aaron. Oh fuck! Well, yeah. there goes there there goes my trying to put out yeah, an invitational sorry. with sixteen players is worth more <laughs> than you doing coming second at an actual event. All right, fine, fine. We we can have different philosophies. Um if you're like me and you like killing opponents until they're dead and then after they're dead, um three fire prisms is definitely the way to go. Because they're just so reliable. Um I value the consistency they bring. They've got double reroll to hit and wound. And then if you really need to chuck a fake die in there, you know chuck a three in there that you weren't going to use on anything else or save it for the other bright lance platforms that you're running as well because of course you are you're playing elder um i i really like them i really like them into anything that's got minus damage i really like them into anything where you know if you roll a one or a two on a bright lance you're really sad i just like pointing at a unit knowing what i'm doing and only having to expose a single unit to do so playing that sort of uh janky elder play style all right well we can move on from that one um then we have got illic knight spear up five points that's fine if you weren't taking him you're not going to take him if you were taking him you're still going to take him he's still good you know for yeah. his full rerolls to hit is it full rerolls to hit and wound just for the wound. It's, just wounds it's wound but his main things he makes your ranger unit um no not that was it yeah um, so uh really really well try indulging the old 10 man again because um, you can phantasm the ten man with Illic, and mm. previously you were phantasming other stuff. But that now is it's a like, point. I'm just going to have this ten man unit of rangers, which are re-rolling yeah. wings. And if you don't come within twelve, and they move d6 inches when you shoot me, and I can phantasm them, yeah. that's a really pain in the ass. And I can scream fucking miles if you're deep striking down into me, and you still can't shoot me unless you've come within twelve. So I think there's definitely um, a bit of play there, and all that comes, that package comes because Rangers didn't go up. That's 110 plus 180 points for that package. Um, that's not bad at all for ten guys that are re-rolling wounds, strength four, minus one, two damage. Illix got three damage shot, and your enemy has to combat them to death, basically. Counterpoint, uh, despite being on a team with one of the five people who did well with uh, GSE in ninth edition. Yes. I don't think I'm going to play against GSE for the entirety of 10th edition. It seems unlikely. Yeah, so do I need to screen out my entire board against Deep Strikers? Like, it's good to have, but is it something... Oh, no, I like... mean, obviously there are some armies, a lot of armies are really irrelevant. I'm just thinking, you know, like the demons and stuff like that, who... Um, do... who, who got a bit uh, got a bit wrecked. Uh, yeah, they got... Well, there's some of their stuff got cheaper, didn't it? Um, but the big monsters went up. Yeah. Um, but and there's a lot of shooting armies, right? Um, and what's it's quite irritating trying to have to deal with a unit that you can't. Like I played into like Scrivos, Dark Angels, where it was like two units of sniper scouts, two units of infiltrators without librarians. It's just annoying mm. to have to go up close to kind of get to them. So for 180 points, I think it's an interesting package. Yeah? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, Night Spinner, up 10 points. I resented paying 170 points for one of these. I will resent it even more if I take one. I know they're good. I know slowing down your opponent is good. I know that we're going to see more infantry, and that is good. I know that you no longer need to kill the uh, 
fucking desolation marine bricks so you don't need to put every ounce of non-line of sight shooting into them i hate putting them in my list they feel so ineffective and i really resent them being a model that i might have to play yeah i mean i played um quite a few games of night spinners now i'll show around two at the event i went five and now at and they are money they are very helpful um their output isn't it's a slowing down thing like yeah. so many um, armies do rely on these kind of bricks of things and you know the mortals with the twin link does help you don't get 180 points worth or when it was 170 points worth of damage out of them no. um but the utility is quite handy and especially in that their range is great it just covers the board yeah. especially especially with the rules change we didn't mention that skimmers or those sorts of things now you measure from hull mm, yes that's so true. now their screening potential has got a lot better as well yeah and, you that, know, in the day tank shopping you can be aggressive with them if you want but yeah i really like them i don't know like my list i was really happy with two i might go back down to one now just because i need to try and start freeing up points to do more stuff and the second one's a bit of a luxury Support weapons, 125 points <laughs> up from 105. Um, well, up from the 55 they were originally. <laughs> I don't think you were going to take them at 105 points now that Devastating Wounds is pretty dead and gone. Exactly that. Um, yeah. really and like... non-line of sight shooting can no longer overwatch. I think yeah. they could have put these back down to like 80 points and then I'd maybe consider taking one to suicide. I really liked the one in my list. Um, to strat reserve, pop yeah. down and have the like lots of damage and stuff, but 125 points when devastating wounds is kind of pointless. It's yeah. basically a, it's essentially a bright lance platform now, and it's like the most expensive bright lance platform with only a 24. It train. feels like a swingier bright lance. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not interested in it anymore, unfortunately, because I really like. I've always liked them. I'm in ninth, but um, yeah, no, you can't take them. So no from me, dog. No, you can't. 350 points up. Uh, what's that? 80 points. Fuck me. I Probably. think if they, when the edition first came out, they printed the Incarnate 350 points. Yep. I think people have still been taking the Incarnate. Interesting. So I think you still take the Incarnate. Yeah. My, so the thing that, um, before I knew what the points were, I was assuming that it and other things would go up. I wasn't sure that it even needed nerfing. I think in retrospect, it probably did, but I wasn't sure it needed nerfing because you're going to have less things to kill your opponent with, which makes it worse yeah, inherently yeah. because you can't yeah, yeah. you can't easily kill things or you can't kill things as easily. You can't bounce things around. So uh, I'll be interested to see yeah, I think how it is much that's very interesting because I think you can go down the avatar only, the incarn only, the avatar yeah. and incarn combo. The obviously the most important thing is this dancing around, and um, a big part of that was Overwatch with the Wraith Knight. Get her back mm. to safety. I leave something a little almost dead. Wraith Knight could kill it when it moved, and then incarn goes away to safe safety. Sure. Um, she's not as killy in this edition as she was in ninth, so. Yeah, I can definitely see a situation where you don't take her and you don't regret it. Yeah. But I think the more and more I use her, the more and more I'm starting to work out how to make the most of her. And I think she still is going to be in a lot of the lists. Yeah, that's interesting because I haven't played her at all. Um, and it's more just a, like a playstyle thing. Uh, yeah. I've been very frustrated playing into her in uh, 8th, ninth, and 10th edition at this point. 
but um, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I I wonder if maybe the Avatar and Yanara, yeah, you can combo is dead because that's now almost seven hundred. It's a points. lot. I, I started building a list um, with like all the characters I liked, and I got to like eleven hundred points. Oh like, no! Uh, this seems like not ideal. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, Avatar, Incarn, Fugan. Um, oh Solitaire. no! No, I'm sorry. You're not allowed to use the fun characters anymore. They've got to go in the bin. I don't, you don't have points for them. I'm pretty hot on Fugan. I've always been quite hot on Fugan. Um, what are you cutting to put Fugan in? Well, it's just a 115 point good character. Which can yeah. You know what for... I'm going to put in for 115 points instead? Way Leaper. A Way Leaper. Well, I wouldn't have Leaper. Yeah, yeah, but I've got 115 points instead, and I can make bad choices like running three race lots. Yeah, that's true. Oh god, I I wonder if I it'll be interesting to like sit down and write some lists and go, hey, maybe the wraith lot is feels a lot better now because everything else has got up twenty points oh, and it okay. hasn't. Are you getting the value out of it now? Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely a subpar choice before, but maybe it's only now, a slightly subpar no, choice now. <laughs> Uh, still not the number one choice, I think, but uh, that's fine. Yeah. Voidweaver, 125 points. I was really hoping it would escape the nerf. Fucking me too. I'm so salty uh, about this. I would have been right. I think if it's 100 points, boom, three. Fuck off five prisms. Um, but, yeah. Chris and I were talking like two months ago about potentially running some. Uh, in our list for the Invitational, I asked if he had any that I could borrow. I yeah. didn't go down that route. Because I just was like, "Fuck it, War Walkers are uh, not War Walkers. Um, Wraith Lords are funny, but um, yeah, no. If they'd stayed at a hundred points, mm, gimme. Yeah, would have been beautiful. One hundred twenty-five. I, uh, I was really hoping they'd avoid it. You bastards, GW. Yeah. Well, good job, Games Workshop. You've uh, avoided one of the pitfalls that you could have made when yeah, uh, nerfing Eldar. So, uh, fair play to you. We'll, play. we'll actually give you some props there. Yeah. Uh, Void Weaver done. Viper plus ten points. That's fine. It was good at seventy-five. It's good at eighty-five. It's just whether it's better than a Hornet at 100 points. No, People aren't really taking Vipers as much anymore. Yeah. Um, so I'm not... You might see them now because we might see the Wind Riders and turning off cover for a... Cover you know, for Wind Riders is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When it's, I, combo, I, it's a combo piece, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. When I started playing Eldar this edition, I was playing around with the nine-man brick of Wind Riders. Then I played into two games back-to-back -back with the Desolation Marine unit. And I was like, oh, the Wind Riders come out of my list because they die <laughs> if I go second before they do anything when they're behind cover. So, uh, yeah, maybe they go back in now. Maybe a Viper goes in there. Something along those lines. Warwalker, up 15 points to 110. You know what? Still too cheap. They this thing's fucking cheap. sick. The minus one to wound. And yeah. Sort of yeah. And he's got, well, it's two Bright Lancers. Yeah. He's got a scout move. I lost a game in ninth to them, so in my head, they're the most OP piece of <laughs> shit that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't like the War Walkers. Yeah. I don't own any, and I probably won't own any uh, for LGT if I decide to run Eldar. Uh, but they're objectively good. Um, so, yeah. Not much to say on them. Still going to... Like, if anything, they might become more of a staple than they were before, because 95 to 110 points, 80 to 100, like 100 points, I'm starting to feel better about the, uh, the War Walker there compared to the Hornet. Given how tanky it is. Yeah. Warp spiders. Well, it's a good job. They're finally dead and gone. They've removed the fast. Mo oh, wait, hold on. Only 115 points for five. Man. Oh, so you're still taking them then? Yeah. You're still taking maybe two units of them. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. 
like I could see a case for taking one unit and taking two units of uh, Shadow Spectres instead. Or maybe Swooping Hawks now, but it's yeah, not Swooping Hawks. Yeah, there's certainly a way of putting Swooping Hawks in. Yeah, you um, save 40 points per unit. It's good. Yeah, you're still taking Warp Spiders for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, still good. Still money in the bank. A little fairer costed. Still bullshit. Uh, Wraithguard. They've gone up to 170 points. I, I'd have really liked to have seen Wraith Blades come down, but I mm. understand why they didn't buff an army. The way that they <laughs> did Dark Eldar, like the way they did Dark Eldar, where they nerfed some things, buffed some other things, and then Dark Eldar continued to be a problem for six months and three more nerfs. Like, okay, <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. Gee, you didn't make them more expensive. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think their value has significantly fallen off with the change to um, Devastating Wounds. Yeah. Part of the reason that you ran them was because you could f sweep an entire flank of GSE. And with one unit, I killed three of Tom's units when we were at that event. Oh. And they were absolute MVPs. You know what they can do now? They can kill a tank if it's in range. Uh, something, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah fine. I, for 340 points, I just I don't know if that's the way to go now. No. I've heard people talking about, yeah, you still take one unit, but I'm not entirely sorry. Just because of devastating wounds thing. The thing that makes me slightly warmer on them is that they are one of the few units you want to use Phantasm on. Yeah. So yeah. with that, okay, cool. I'm I'm kind of into it. Um, but it's now up to 405 points when you put the uh, Spirit Seer in. And then it's like another 15, 20 points for the upgrade that lets you flip a die to a six. So you're looking at 425, 430 points, something in that realm. It's a lot of points. It's, uh, I'm less keen on them than I was. Uh, they do less. They cost more. Uh, Wraith Knight, 510 points. Uh, only only a minor nerf here. What's that? 35 points? This is... Uh, 485, it was. So. Uh, 475 before. 475. Yeah, so that's what? Nerf number five we've seen for the Wraith Knight now? <laughs> do, you, do you think we still run Wraith Knights? Any... Any scope for that? No, I don't know. No, it's just a very expensive anti-tank platform. And at the end of the day, if you roll two shots on your 2d3, uh, <laughs> you're feeling pretty sad. Um, yeah, because the the blast was such a huge thing for the reliability. But now that you're not yeah. shooting at the Terminator bricks. Yeah. I just, I mean, I think maybe you can still, I don't know. There, there, there'll be some people who are still going like 4-1 with a race line. But um, I don't, it's not, in my opinion, it's not a tournament winning list anymore. Yeah. Um, and I personally won't be running one anymore. So I don't own a Wraith Knight. This is where I'm very tempted to buy a Wraith Knight and try and make it work. Just the contrary, contrary inside of me. Yeah, like, I, I don't know if you can make it work, but maybe you can do something with it. Maybe it's not change. bad, right? It's not suddenly become a unit, which is bad. It's, <sighs> it's just, it's a lot of points. So many points. Yeah. And it's so, it's so single purpose is the problem. If you run it with the, um, the current setup, maybe yeah. you run one sun cannon or I don't know, like I'll, I'll play around with it in concept. I might play some TTS games with it. I think I probably won't end up running one. As you a, go into some matches and your opponent can't deal with it, and he just the Wraith Knight just gets to shoot for, for just for five turns and sit on an objective, um, BOC ten and stuff. But 
it's a quarter of your army and it's in some matchups it's just gonna be redundant like yeah go stick that race knight into um horde armies and just be like so i'm gonna i'm gonna say it i, w I wasn't gonna be brave because you know people were gonna point and laugh at me okay. but what if and hear me out you run one gun and I'm you run sword. the ghost glaive okay what does that do you put it on an objective and just say i'm gonna punch you you can come to me i've got 15 sweeps at strength eight damage two ap2 uh i've still got decent shooting i've got two shoulder guns and one big gun i don't think it's worth the cost like if it was pointed equivalent to a, a single gun knight at that point i'd be very tempted to run it um but yeah i don't know it's well i look forward to hearing about your encounters yeah 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 when you when you don't see it pop up in any of my tournament lists, guys, you uh, you know that it was terrible, um, and I probably won't ever talk about it because it was that bad. <laughs> uh, moving on to Forge World, there is some changes in here. Uh, Hornet, as teased, up twenty points to a hundred points. Still really good. Like it just I... becomes down to oh, I've gone over fifteen points, twenty points. I'll change to a Hornet from a Warwalker. It's like that's yeah. quite often what happens when I've been building my lists. Um, yeah, and it'll be exactly the same story again. Yeah, so uh, I actually think I'd have liked to have seen this go up more points. Um, the links up to 180 points. You're not taking it because it's too big. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it like a dev wound gun or something? Is that the? Uh... I'm not sure. It's, it's got quite good shooting for its cost, but it's just. I think that's the one. Yeah. Like there's a load of the the Forge World grav tanks that you look at and you go, eh, maybe, and then you look at it again, and you're like, no. <laughs> so yeah. let's just sum up: uh, Lynx and Warp Hunter also in that bracket. Yeah. Don't care, didn't care before, don't care now. Uh, Scatach Wraith Knight, 490 points. I'll be honest, I don't even remember what the guns do. They're like molten melter guns. Yeah, I, I don't think I care. Unless we see a meta where we're just running into loads of vehicles all of the time, every day, I can't see a use case for this. Like, it was already not being played, and now yeah. it's going to be not played even more. Okay. Shadow Spectres. This is the only one here that matters. Plus 15 points. Still good. Um, yeah, still good. I'm more likely to put two units of these in than I am two units of... Uh, Warp spiders, I think. Yeah, I mean they were twenty. They were eighty, weren't they? And yep. warp spiders were home. So twenty points less than the warp spider. Yep. Now they're um, fifteen. What would they? What would they got up to? Or they're twenty points. They're still twenty points less. Are uh, they fifteen points? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, yeah they're twenty still points. Still fifteen less. points left. So um, yeah, still going to be taking one or two units of this. Yeah. So I know that the. Tyranid in uh, Codex has the turn-off blast. I'm wondering if we're going to see people try to play more of the Horde approach. How do you feel about 10 of them? Because they got a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, just a blob of 10? Blob of 10. That's oh, a lot of shots, isn't it? Uh, the, uh... Where else are you going to put your Phantasm, though? You mm -hmm. can Fire and Fade and Phantasm. Yeah, I mean, then they fire and fade for free, so you could fire and fade them, fire and fade them, and fantasy. Sorry, that's what I meant. I was never going to pay three CP to, uh, to do that combo. Like, it's memes, it's not necessarily like a... Yeah. yeah. But I, I look at that and I go, that's a lot of shooting into a horde. Like, I, I'll have to run some numbers, uh, but if people are playing 
like a, a nid horde, but they're looking at playing like the uh, the base index detachment instead of the horde detachment. Maybe this ends up being like a really solid pick. But is it still um, not better to take the two five mans to do the same job? Um, because you're not buffing the ten man shoot. You're, you're phantasming them. Oh, you're phantasming. I'm thinking, okay. but they can fire and fade. So maybe you probably do just run two units of five, or maybe a third unit of five if you feel like you've got to go that way. Yeah. Uh, Mister Chat from Lewis Archery says Eldar's still good, but I'm dropping them, going back orcs. Orcs look pretty cool. Um, it's again not the playstyle that I want to play orcs, but. Um, I think if you enjoy the current playstyle of orcs, you're going to be pretty pleased with it. Lewis is a very good orcs player as well. So. Some some would say. Some would say. Did he beat us at that He beat me. Yeah. 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 Perfect. And I had a great game into tonight with my custodians. What a lovely time <laughs> that was. Um, lovely. Agents of the Imperium. So some, some fun changes here. First of all, um, Exaction Squad. You now have to run a 10-man squad. And okay. you, they changed the war gear options, yeah, whatever. Uh, no one was running them for the war gear. So no longer do you have a 35-point unit of models. <laughs> now you are running 110 points. Uh, sucks to suck. Every Imperial Army was abusing this to shit. Uh, you want to abuse it, you can run like four Inquisitorial Acolytes now. It's five points more and the unit's worse. It's, yeah. Simon says, my poor Voidman at arms. Um, I'm pretty sure... Oh, they did go up 10 points. At 50 points, they're still not bad. Like, I, I'm not against armies having cheap chaff units that they can run. I am against certain armies getting them and other armies not. When every Imperium unit uh, army gets the choice to just have a cheap unit that does, you know, loads of dumb shit compared to all the Xenos armies who are just like, oh, I don't get a chaff unit for 35 points. Yeah. What's going on here? Um, but that's just me as a bitter Xenos player as opposed to, you know any real point about uh Caladius assassin though down from 115 to 90 points that's a spicy meatball considering you're seeing it everywhere or you have yeah. been seeing it in all the imperialists um but that was because of vet so is vet now as important is the question can you vect um can you vect all stratagems or is it just that you can vect the battle stratagems i can't i can't remember to be honest it might be summed up in the um changing let me just have a look here um modifying a stratagem cp cost um yes yeah, so you can only affect the cost of the battle tactic stratagems i'm not sure that was necessarily the intended change that they went for like because I think what they were trying to do is stopping people from doing the free strats on it yeah, and yeah. inadvertently hit the things <laughs> that make them worse. So maybe you don't see it on that. Uh, yes, yeah, Simon says, only battle-tastic stratagems. Um, that's a great callback that only three people will understand, but uh, I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you for continuing to mock me. Uh, I, I enjoy that very much. That sounded sarcastic. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> lovely. I don't think there's much else to say here other than uh, get fucked, loyal pig dogs of the Imperium. You've got to pay like everyone else. All right. Astra Militarum. Um, I don't really care about this army in the way that it is at the moment. I have no strong feelings. So let's just sum up. Baneblade chassis, Lehman Rush chassis, all got a bit cheaper. That's good. They were massively overcosted. Cool. All, well, maybe just most, I haven't double checked if it's everything, um, of the non line of sight shooting went up in points. Cool. 
This makes it a healthier army to play against and a more fun army for anyone who doesn't like standing still with their entire army and shooting. Until they get a detachment that isn't just if you stand still get bonuses, I will not care about them, but I'm glad that they're moving in a healthier game pattern. Um, Simon says infantry got cheaper except Krieg. That's fine. I think Krieg were like objectively the best with the feel no pain bullshit they can do. Is that correct? Or maybe they were just the cheapest anyway. Have you got any thoughts on Admech, uh, Admech Astra Militarms? How little I care about them. I have still not played them. Um, and you still won't. And I, yeah, I mean, there was a part of me, even as an Eldar player, just terrified of going into the the um, parking lot list and just being like, ah, and I'm dead. Um, yeah. So hopefully this dis- dis- disincentivizes that because it's yeah. just not, it's not a fun game for anyone, really. Um, and you want guard to play like guard with all the infantry running across the board and the tanks as backup and blah blah blah. So hopefully it encourages that, and you know they're not really seen in the meta at all. So uh, hopefully they, um, they come out of it. Yep, uh, Ogrins went down, and the Chimera went down, and I just want to have a look at the uh, what's the Flamer model called? You know the tank with the oh, uh... I always forget it. Hellhound. Oh, still the same points. Never mind. Some of the fun stuff went down. Um, yeah, cool. I'm, I'm all right with that. Good job, Games Workshop. Those were good changes overall. Um, Black Templars, we're on to the Space Marines. Obviously, things are going to get shaken up very soon with the Space Marine Codex, but mm. we'll see. So changes, the uh, Gladiator variant, uh, the Lancer went up five points, the Reaper went down 20 points, and the Valiant went down uh, 25 points. That's probably fine. The Black Templars ones cost more because they have a multi melter staple. Uh, I think they've realized that a multi melter ain't what it used to be. So uh, they've just basically, I'm assuming, and I haven't checked, but I'm assuming they brought them in line with the Space Marines versions, which uh, if they have, good for you. Big fan of that. Uh, again, we're just seeing more changes here the Repulsor, yada, yada, yada. Um, I wonder if this does point you towards maybe being being able to make a, a park not a parking loss list like a rhino rush list with impulses. Eighty five points is a a point Did value you? that I find quite fun when yeah. you've got um, a couple of guns stapled to it. So yeah, um, the Crusader squad got cheaper. That's cool. I really like the infantry and black templars. I think there's a a, a lot of fun that can be had with playing them. Um, the characters got a bit cheaper. The marshal got slightly more because reasons. Um, the Primaris Crusaders got cheaper as well. They're just fairly solid. Sword Brethren, cheaper. Empress Champion, cheaper. Yeah, great stuff. I think I'm, I'm happy to see it. I have no strong feelings on it. But just looking forward to uh, seeing more of that. You know what? I think we can probably skip through this at speed because it's going to be more of the same. <laughs> uh, characters. Space Marines have gone down. Desolators are fucked. Yeah. Characters a little bit cheaper. The special units, Death Company and Death Company with jetpacks, a little bit cheaper. The Dreadnought, cheaper. Big fan of that. Uh, yeah, just everything here. Oh, Sandguard. Okay. Ooh, that's big. So they were 43 points a model. So that was unplayable. They're now 35 points a model. That's... I think still a little too much, but it's edging into maybe you can do something with it. You inherently can't spam this unit because for them to be at full effectiveness, you have to have your warlord attached to them. Uh, So I think they could go risky with the points. They could drop them to like 30 points a model and start there. But uh, yeah, I'm really happy for that because Sangard are some of the coolest models in in the game as mm -hmm. far as I'm concerned. Uh, Sanguinor took some point costs uh, cuts. He's a badass. Uh, 
I think he's still got the heroic intervention from Deep Strike. I could be wrong with that. Um, <laughs> Blood Angels haven't felt like they're worth checking out fully. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, cool. For all the Blood Angels and Black Templar players, um, I hope you're pleased with those changes. They're just some nice, fun ones. Demons. Before we get started, do you want to say anything about Demons? You got any thoughts um, on this? I know we have a very, very sad one true Demon Lord in our... We do. He's, um, I think it's Demons players who, Demons haven't exactly been saying the world alike. You know, no one's winning a huge amount of tournaments with them. Um, And, you know, they were very much a kind of a 3-2 kind of army in a lot of cases. So for a Demons player to then be like, a lot of Demon players have ended on the world. My only way to compete is by having quite a few big monsters. Um, And even then I'm still only kind of going 3-2, maybe 4-1. To then be told, oh, by the way, all your big monsters are now more expensive, feels like a bit of a kick in the teeth for them. And I can understand why they'd be pissed off. Obviously, yeah. in theory, it's a side grade because some of their stuff has got cheaper. Yeah. Um, but I don't know enough about them to say whether that's, um, that is going to mean that their new builds are actually now going to be as competitive or whether or more competitive, or are they just going to be the same level of competitive in a similar kind? Yeah, the thing that catches my eye immediately, Soul Grinders, Skull Cannons have gone down. They're two of the shooting, the two of the only shooting um, units in the army. Maybe you see a little bit of a splash into some shooting lists for Chaos that want to run a bit of variety. I'm a bit sad about this. Um, all the fun models in my eyes are the big ones. And this is this is me being biased as someone who likes big, strong P, big stompy models. But oh. yeah, what I will say. Kairos Fate Weaver, still 285 points. I can still run him with my Wardog list. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's cool. That's uh, nothing changed there. I don't think we need to do line by line. Big stuff got more expensive, small stuff got a bit cheaper. And uh, the one true demon lord uh, isn't Chaos Undivided, as we discovered. He actually has the mark of corn because he is apoplectic with rage. And uh, <laughs> yeah, moving on. Uh, Chaos Knights. I was concerned about this um, when, before I looked at the point, someone said that the small stuff's been nerfed and the big stuff's got, uh, you know, they want to push the bigger units more because towering's going away. I was a little concerned. My concerns are gone. I am really pleased about these points changes. You know why? Because if you're playing Chaos Knights, you're running six brigands and then you're running as many carnivores as possible. You might run a stalker, you might run some Demon Soup Splash. You might run a Desecrator or maybe a Lancer. But the meat of your list is the Brigand and the Carnivores. The Brigand went up 10 points to 160. This is fine. I think this is where it was in Ninth edition. It is still the best unit in the book. It being the most expensive War Dog makes sense. The Carnivore went from 160 points to 140. Now, for anyone who's following along at home, that means if you're running six Brigands and three Carnivores, your points stay exactly the same. If you can fit that fourth Carnivore in, which is now easier to do, you are up 20 points. You're 20 points in the green. Every Carnivore that you run on top of that three, you're 20 points better off than you were before. So this this is just great news. Carnivores are fantastic, by the way, and I, I can't wait to see people just experience them for the first time in the face. Um, they're like one of the few melee units in the game that's scary at the moment because Chaos Knights can move units through walls. Yeah. So 
they can actually do things. Um, I'm a little bit sad not to see some changes points-wise for the big units now that Towering is dead. I would have liked to have seen the uh, the A-bomb, the Desecrator, Despoiler all drop a little bit. The Rampager does drop a little bit, um, 380 points. I think having a melee-only unit that doesn't have an infund in combat and only a throw-up save is not particularly appealing to me. Maybe there's something you can do where you stat check with them, but I tried stat checking the other night with three Norn Emissaries at like 285 points or whatever they were pre-nerf. I wasn't blown away. They were good, but not amazing. Yeah, I don't know. You got any thoughts on the big boys? Knights are an army again. I've never particularly been interested in playing, um, so I got I got that particularly knowledgeable of them. That's but fair. I would say that they took with the towering changes. Obviously, taking some hits. So much less than the Imperial Knights because yeah. people were already skewing into the war dogs. The war dogs. Um, so yeah, I mean. I think it'd be cool to see Chaos Knights doing well and even Imperial Knights. Their Knights are inherently always going to be a tricky army to balance just because of um, their style, their kind of like their profiles. Um, so, yeah, I think if you're happy as a Chaos Knights player, then I'm happy. Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, by the way, execution is going up to 150 points. Like, what the fuck are you doing? That's objectively wrong. Uh, I think they just wanted to get rid of anything that was at the super cheap 135 points level, so you couldn't do skewy things and try and fit in, like, a 13th or something. And maybe it was a 14th if you were playing pure um, war dogs. But, yeah, overall, I think Chaos Knights actually come out really well. I think they threaten a much higher win percentage than they did before with exactly the same list because a lot of stuff around them got nerfed. They mm -hmm. didn't, and they have the tools to deal with Horde. They have the tools to deal with um, the, not Horde, the uh, the vehicle spam list that we might be seeing as well, or the Monster Mash. So good stuff there. Chaos Space Marines, they get some points changes. Um, probably deserved, given where they uh, how they were doing in the meta previously. Um there's some interesting stuff in here. Some nerfs, some buffs. It's always interesting when an army gets rebalances. You've got to actually oh. think about it more. Uh, I see Sharuni in the chat says, in a Demons fan, I've hated the changes. Big models are fun, but in lore, Bellacor is supposed to hate no, the Demons. He hated, team is... he hated all the big models on the battlefield at the same time. Yeah, that is that is a fair point from a lore perspective. I uh, famously not particularly interested in lore, so I had missed that little nugget. Um, also, I've never actually played with Bellacor. I've played against him enough to hate him, but uh, you know, that is the experience of any Tau player into something that says you can't shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Abaddon's gone up 30 points. Every list was running him, I think. Well, not every list, but most Chaos. Well, yeah, he's just such a force multiplier and he's still taking him, aren't you? I wouldn't have taken him, and this is again probably me being a contrarian. I wouldn't have taken him anyway. It's not necessarily how I don't want to play the game, putting him in the middle of the table. But I think if you want to play that playstyle, he's still good. Um, we got some little bits and pieces. Chaos Bike has got a bit cheaper. That's cute. Um, you know, just having the cheap scoring units is always going to be good for a more elite army. Um, then Chaos Land Raider got a bit cheaper as well. That's nice. I'm, I'm quite keen to see people doing well with the Land Raider, and the Chaos Space Marines are probably the best target for it, because they've got the Nurgle strat, they can make it mark Nurgle, you can't shoot it. Uh, spoiler, a little further on down the page, Chosen got real cheap, 
Like, let's just talk about that now. 110 points. They only went down five points, but 110 points for the output that Chosen can put together is uh, is pretty disgusting. So maybe a Land Raider with uh, Chosen in it is a great place to start. Might well be. Something. Yeah. Um, some other bits and pieces that aren't super impactful. Chaos Lord in Terminator Armor, Predator Annihilator, Rhino Spawn. The Rhino's nice, you know, going down 10 points if you want to play that sort of park, not parking lot, I keep calling it that, uh, that Rhino Rush style, it's better. Uh, spawn going to 70 points, you've still got to take two of them, it still makes me sad. Just let me run a single fucking model, Games Workshop. Let me run a stupid single model to do my single stupid scoring. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, Vindicator, 190 points. <laughs> I've forgotten how stupidly expensive that is. It went down in price, and it still needs to come down in price like 50 points. That's so dumb. That's such it's a more expensive than a fire prisoner. It's now more expensive than a Lehman Russ, I believe. And Lehman Russ is a famously overpriced. But yeah, no, a fire prism is a, a great comparison because a fire prism is good and a vindicator isn't. Um, Chosen, already talked about. Dark Apostle got a little bit more expensive. Uh, oh, a little bit cheaper, sorry. Uh, anything on here that's super spicy. Defiler went down. Fabius Bar went down. Forge Fiend went up. That's probably fine because, yeah. you know, Every list was running them in multiples. Mm -hmm. um, Hellbrute went down as well. Harkin went down. Legionnaires. So this is quite interesting. The Legionnaires went down. Uh, the Chosen went down. Possessed went uh, down slightly, which is wild because they're really good. Uh, Raptors went down ever so slightly. Warp Talons went down pretty significantly. You can now run Warp Talons at 100 points for five instead of 130. Like, 100 points is a really good skirmishing Yeah, 100%. It's... And they're a, they're a very killy skirmishing unit as well. So I'm thinking we might see more of a foot-slogging infantry spam build yeah. for Chaos, which could be interesting, especially now that Desolation Marines are, are dead. We keep saying that. We haven't got to it, but just trust us. They're definitely dead. Uh, a Blitz went up. You're still probably going to run them. It's only 10 points. Um, and then some other minor changes here and there. Any... Any thoughts on Chaos there? No, I mean, literally my last game of 40k was into them, and mm. I felt that when I played into them, what they were lacking was the units to go and do things, and I presume it's because they were too expensive. So yeah. now you can still have your shooting nastiness, it's not gone up a huge amount, but now you're far more incentivized to take those um, quick units that can zip around and score you points, and I think that's always a bonus. Sounds good to me. Dark Angels. Dark Angels, uh, I believe the the best Space Marine faction, as long as you were playing them in a Gladius detachment. So they've definitely got nerfs. Oh wait, no, every everything here is a points cut. It's fine because Space Marines were underperforming anyway. I do just find it funny that the top Space Marine faction is still underperforming to the point where it got points cuts. Yeah. Uh, but I'm okay with it. Like I'm a big fan of the faction um, specific units. They're just the cool ones. I'd love to see people running Ball Predators. Like they're one of my favorite models that doesn't see yeah. the tabletop. Yeah. Uh, Death Guard. People are hot on Death Guard. They've got to change. They're spread the sickness detachment rule. So this isn't their um, their base army rule, their contagion. This is their additional rule. So what it becomes now is they gain the selected sickness. So not only do you get the toughness nerfing that they already give out, you get to pick one of three. You can worsen the enemy's ballistic skill and weapon skill by one if they're in range. You can worsen the save characteristic by one, or you can worsen, uh, worsen the leadership and objective control of that unit by one, to a minimum of one. 
people seem to think this will make Death Guard good, along with their fairly heavy points cuts. Before we get into those, do you have any opinion on Death Guard? I've never played them. I've never read their rules. All I know is that the community perception is that they are crap. Mm -hmm. um, and it will be interesting to see whether... Because, I, I mean, if I was like, to be told I was playing into Death Guard, like, yesterday, um, I'd have been like, cool, well, my recognize is going to pick up anything it sees, and my night spins are just going to say, you're going unbelievably slowly, and I'm just going to shoot you, and I'm going to win. Yeah. Um, so now that the kind of the race night's off the table, um, do armies have the ability to kill this stuff that's slowly moving across the table? I don't know. I, yeah. don't, I, I just genuinely don't know because I don't have a base point to compare them to. Um, I suspect that they're, they're obviously going to be improved, and I'm sure there's... I wouldn't be surprised if there were some builds out there which turn out to be pretty good, but I don't know if it will turn out to be um, unbelievably brutal or whether it will be still pretty crap. I think it's still going to be pretty crap. I know, like, the internet is a buzz and, like, oh, such big changes. Nah, it's still a an army that at its core moves four inches. You cannot tell me that that is ever going to be better than a fragile army that moves really fast. Like, that's just not how the game works. You know, when they were like half decent in ninth edition and a good player could get the most out of them, it's when they had loads of combat tricks, when combat was a big thing. And you could effectively make impossible to charge the big death ball unit in the center of the board um, without them having fight last and then that unit would just kill you because it was buffed to the nines i don't think they have anything like that anymore sure mortarian is now down from 370 to 325 so maybe he's more appealing and you can fit more stuff in the list but they're still a slow army do and they just do you think there's play then that maybe they'll be really good into certain matchups and so they become a good teams list oh sure they could be admec but could they, do you reckon with the, the contagion things, they'd be able to go to toe by custodies, for example? No. I don't think they go into custodies because the custodies will still have the control to fight first. And because they have the control to fight first, even though you're making their weapon skill or ballistic skill one worse, they still just kill you, I think, because they have enough efficiency bonuses of their own to do get through you or you make them uh, slightly less likely to hold an objective cool they still just kill you they like i don't know i just don't see them custodies are what death guard wish they could be basically um and i just can't see death guard making it across the line you can maybe do something with a horde list with plague marines um like the way that people were looking at in ninth edition what are the what are the ranged weapon options like on um on plague marines now uh pull it up jamie pull it up it's uh all right i'll do it myself yeah army <laughs> turns yeah. out i haven't got a jamie so i've got to got to use my uh, my own eyes so plague marines let's have a look here because maybe you can give them loads of weapons and then they can just shoot people off the board so you can have one blade launcher one plague spewer one plasma gun for every five models and then you can also give the champion a plasma gun so that is a decent amount of shooting what's the shooting like six one two four zero one no thank you uh <laughs> absolutely not and then it's a plasma gun i st i don't think that that's good enough um 
Yeah, Simon says, isn't the Custodes fight first strat now once per game? I don't believe so. Uh, it's not listed in the, the balance data sheet. It's harder for them to pull it off because they can't make as many strats once per game. Uh, not once per game, uh, cost nothing or you know, yeah, cost less yeah. with their, their characters is what I'm trying to say. They still have two different ways to get fights first in most lists that you're going to see. So I think they still dominate the fight phase. I think you need to be able to sh like shoot and fight custodies if you want to beat them in the the fight phase so yeah we'll see but yeah i don't know if you're playing death guard i think you're pretty jazzed with these changes if you're playing against death guard i don't think you're concerned that's the that's where i fall on them okay. cool death watch uh death watch death watch i have got uh most of a death watch army unassembled sat back there and you know what they're gonna stay unassembled because all of their strats got changed to, until the end of the phase, insert words, bolt weapons. So uh, no longer will you do the, the bullshit where you can, you know, come down with your frag cannons and make them super efficient. Now it's back to being a bolt weapon only thing, and I guess they're just bad now. Maybe you see a, a list that spams Stern Guard that can do things. Maybe that works, but I haven't looked into it. Um, I think they got a little bit more expensive as well which is fine for what they were doing before, but maybe not important now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm low on Death Watch. I don't think they're worth playing anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. As is tradition, Death Watch came out the gates. People found a bullshit way to play them um, that required um, you to put your models together in a stupid way. Uh, then they got nerfed. Now that strategy doesn't work. You're left holding a load of plastic that doesn't actually work in the way that you want it to. And uh, they're unplayable again. This is the pattern. On to the next Marine Jank, says Davey. Yes, some people will be. Not me. I'm not a big Marine player. Drakari. Um, they got pretty sweeping points cuts across the board, which is cool. Mm -hmm. uh, you know where they didn't get points cuts? They didn't get points cuts on the Ravager. It is up to 115 points. And you know what? Still good. It's still good. I mean, it was the thing that every... Because it's the auto pick of the faction, that's why it's gone up. And then combine yeah. that with the fact that you can take it with Yunari. Yeah. And some people are definitely doing that. So it's kind of just a... Speaking of Yunari, you know what got cheaper? <laughs> Scourges. Yeah. And they Mandrakes. got 10 points cheaper. That's very funny. It's Scourges and Mandrakes. So. Yeah. So um, I know you've been talking about Yunari. Uh, do you want to give us a, some quick thoughts on Yunari? I know we talked about Eldar before. Yeah, I mean, there was already people starting to push out and do well. I think Nova Song did quite well. Um, and I think there are, there's just builds, like Australia went Yunari for WTC. There are mm. just builds out there where you just go max MSU shooting style. Um, and now that the tap, so the, the, the Eldar was just hyper-efficient shooting, and yep. the Way Leaper um, has to be your Warlord, or you'd have the Way Leaper as your Warlord in your normal Eldar. Um, now that the Way Leaper's up to 115, um, although you're still taking them, it's still like, oh, okay, well, I'm now paying 35 more points, and actually, I could take my Warlord as your Vrain for 100 points. I can't mm. phantasm the stuff, um, so is that CP as useful? I've got your Vrain now. And I can take the Ravages, and I can take the Scourges, and I can take the Mandrakes, and a lot of that has got cheaper. So I think in this world where we're not taking Wraith Knight, I think there is a world where you do just go MSU spam of like Dark Lance platforms and good shooting and high maneuverability. And maybe the best version of that is 
um, is Yanari rather than pure Eldar. Yeah. Um, if you go down that route, um, and I think <laughs> I think a lot of people would tell, when I built a list which came to like 1955, and I was like, I've got like 16, 17 units here which can all one shot a tank or that sort of thing. Like, this is this could be brutal, it genuinely mm -hmm. could be brutal, especially if you don't decide to put um, the incarn in. So I really, really wouldn't be surprised if there's a GT at some point soon where Yanari win. And I think it's a very strong list. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, going back to Drakari, if you are an old school Drakari player and you like the melee, Lilith, Lilith Hesperax and the Witch's Combo, which is the one melee unit in the book, um, is now a lot cheaper. It's now 165, 175 points. So uh, it's easier to, to put it into a list and not feel bad about doing it. So that's cool. Um, yeah, just it's nice to see the points changes. I'd like to see some actual melee rules for them instead of just the, uh, hey, everything you have is now a gunboat. But yeah, um, yeah we'll, uh, we'll see how they, they pan out. Here we go, GSE. So, um, do we need to talk about them, or do we just say GSE are dead? Move on. I do feel like GSE are dead. Yeah. So we'll give the the cliff notes. Cult ambush. Um, instead of coming back automatically, if you are a battle line unit or on a four plus the rest of the time, you now come back on a five plus, mm. which becomes a four plus if you're a battle line unit, and a three. Well, an additional plus one if it's the first or second battle round. So that means you know aberrants would come back on a four if they died turn one. Um, your all of your battle line stuff would come back on a three, and then later in the game it is less likely to come back. That's fine. Um, this is not super far off what I recommended that they go with. Um, I I wanted them to stop pushing battle line stuff as much because I think yeah. the battle line stuff in the book is the most boring playstyle for GSC, but it's close enough that I think you're not now feeling like you are shoehorned into taking full battle line to get most effectiveness out of it. Points wise, all of the the most you know all the offenders oh, went up. Yeah. Yeah. Aberrant's going up is a little bit sad. I think at three thirty <laughs> points they were absolutely fine. Uh, everything else on here is fine. Pure strain going down ten points. That's cool. Uh, maybe we'll see some sort of melee focus build. Lol. No, we won't. It's tenth uh, edition. Uh, the other change was to the uh, the jackals. I think it was just the the range that they can set up from the battlefield edge or something along those lines. It was yeah, a fairly minor change in comparison. But yeah, you no longer have to tech to beat Gene Stealer Cult. You can stop okay. taking all of the things that you were taking to deal with them, the anti-deep strike tech. Or can you? Because we've got another deep strike army. So, uh, Haloed and Soulfire, that's their stratagem that when you come down, you, uh, you can't be shot over 12 inches away. I believe it costs two CP. So this is a big banger. And they changed it from, I believe, a battle tactic to a strategic ploy. So now you can't use your once per game Grandmaster's ability to make it free. Eh, it's not the end of the world. It would be nice to be able to do that, but it is what it is. However, they got sweeping points changes. Like they, could, they lost a lot of points on this list. Um, so things on here that were like super egregious before, the Purgation Squad got hit with the non-line of sight point hike that we saw. Um, they're back down to 130 points, or 135, sorry, which is way closer to strikes, which I believe are 100, 125, something along those lines. 
So they're back to being still not good, but like a playable points level. Inceptors are now 135 points instead of uh, 160. So you can play your fast-moving infantry, which, I mean, if any army likes fast-moving infantry, it's uh, Grey Knights. Mm -hmm. uh, Terminators, your staples, they've gone down from 225 to 210. Not that much, but, you know, when you're running 20 of them, that really adds up. That's 60 points extra in the list. Your Paladins, they've gone down from, I think it was uh, 510 to 450. Again, another 60 points if you're running a big brick of them. So if you're running the 30 Terminator, you know, the 20 Terminator and the 10 Paladins, you're already saving 120 points. Great stuff. The characters all went down. The strikes went down. Just everything went down. Um, what do you think? Do you think we're going to see a bit more GS? I mean, we spoke about it recently. We were saying that Grey Knights have got a lot of the good stuff that you need to do well especially if you're like a really, really strong player and so yep. jank there it's just that for the the regular guy the points meant that you just had no kind of like leniency there like you just yep. couldn't afford to make any mistakes i think now you, this the kind of like the gray or silver tide style list um because the stuff is quite cheap and it's just a lot mm -hmm. of units to do your pick up three kind of thing I mean, their output hasn't really changed, but you've got more stuff to do, put out the hurt, get into combat, etc. So I think more people will be willing to give them a go. Um, I'd love to see Grey Knights do well. Um, yeah. So I, I would, I'd be very happy if they were doing well. Is it enough or is the fundamental issue they just can't kill enough stuff? I don't know. Um, yeah, so they, I think... Their output in melee is quite good as long as they're not yeah, getting a high toughness army. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have some of the tools to do that. So, you know, but I think whether they'll do well comes down to how killy the meta is. And obviously, we're seeing the meta become less killy in theory because a lot of the stuff that's doing a lot of damage right now has gone up in points. So you've got less of it. Um, and also, people are probably going to be taking out their anti GSE deep strike tech. So maybe they've got a little bit more play in terms of getting around the map. Um, they, as you say, like the Silver Tide sort of build is potentially there. You could be running. You can't run a hundred. You can't run a hundred strikes. They're still maybe a little too pricey to do the full, just sort of like bodies, bodies, bodies. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see how they do. I think we'll see less um, vehicles and monsters as well. So them having to deal with less high toughness stuff i think is really nice for them yeah. because they can they can more effectively deal with the mid-sized bodies but yeah interesting i'm excited to see granites they are on my short list of things that i might take to to lgt i need to start scribing some lists mm. um shruni said i think the nerfs to dev wounds and overwatch uh gsc have more play on the melee side of things so that'll be interesting to see if anyone goes down that side i think it's a lot harder to play and it's got less obvious power. So I don't think we'll see like the top players start there. But you might see some people who just really love that sort of list, pick them up. And then once two or three people do well with them, that's all you need for people to start actually, uh, you know, considering playing them. But uh, I don't know. We'll have to talk to Tom, see if he thinks that there's any play with the melee, melee build. Imperial Knights. They got a data slate change. Uh, Bondsman abilities. The short version of this is that it now long no longer affects the big knight it's just the unit that it's bonded to so it's back to being ninth edition basically you can buff the armages but you can't put the buff on yourself this is a little sad given that they're not getting points cuts and also losing losing towering i think imperial knights have really fallen off here 
Sounds like they've been a bit fucked over. Yeah, yeah. Canis Rex is now 460 points again. Maybe you just soup him into Imperial lists because he's really efficient with his exploding hits on fives. Um, yeah, I don't know. They're uh, they're pretty wrecked here. They got a couple of changes. They, their strats got like wrecked. Two of them got changed to Sue CP. Their Thunderstomp got changed to a Epic Deed. I, I think they're just in a really bad place at the moment, which is a shame because yeah. uh, I know they were doing well, but the towering nerfs would have really just pushed them into a, a much safe, healthier place. Yeah. Votan! You're a big Votan player. Tell me about Votan. I'm almost a Votan main. <laughs> Not quite. Um, no. They went down. I've not seen them on the tabletop. I know Tom took them to a tournament and said they were pretty shocking. Yeah. Um, but they now have gained They gained something aside from points, didn't they? So um, their data slate change... Sorry, I should have read this before I put you on the spot. Yeah. Um, their, <laughs> their detachment rule, which used to give, I believe, one unit some judgment tokens. Uh, now it's select a number of units depending on the battle size. So playing at 2,000 points, you pick four units, and each of those units starts the battle with two judgment tokens. Uh, yes. If if any of those units get destroyed, you gain CP. Um, okay. But you only gain CP once per battle, so it's uh, it's not like you just have an infinite CP farm. Sure. Suddenly your army roll like, actually has some legs. You've got just four key units have your judgment tokens on them to start with. That's quite nice. I like that. And then they got some points changes. Um, so you're going to bring bring more bad stuff, which is good. Because um, if you can't bring good stuff, just bring more bad stuff. But I don't know. I like. I don't. I wasn't super off the core of what Votan was to start with because it's guns and slow They're guns. Slow guns, aren't they? It's They're better than guns. slow melee. And um, it's. It's always very hard to balance because there's this point of, well, their shooting's not quite enough and they can't score the mission because how slow they are. Yeah. And then eventually you keep pointing them to eventually hit that break point where suddenly they'll just obliterate you off the board with all of the guns yeah. and it won't matter. And um, without them being slow, so you can score their points after. So I think that style of army is always very tricky to, um, to point. What I will say is their their transport that you can split the warriors with got cheaper. The warriors got cheaper, so, so you can yeah. now throw away five models and not feel as bad. And the bikes got cheaper as well. So all of the fast stuff got significantly cheaper, which I feel really good about. I mean, everything got cheaper. So, you know, calling out three units is kind of whatever. But now you can potentially play more of a scoring game with some fast units. It's still not incredible, but I think there's, uh, there's something there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm looking forward to Tom, you know, accidentally winning an event with Votan that he took for fluffy reasons. Votan main. Yeah, Votan main. The only one in the world. Necrons. Necrons, Necrons, Necrons. They didn't get any data sheet changes, actually. Um, no. They did get a few points changes, though. So they got <laughs> cuts. They got a lot of cuts. And by that, I mean, like, Illuminator Zeras, um, I believe Imatech. So characters got cuts. Um what else? I know the Lich Guard went up. I think the Warriors went down as well. Yeah, so it's less that they got nerfed and more that they got changed. So different things are now more points efficient than they were before. Uh, I like to see that the Scorpac Destroyers and the Scorpac Lord got cheaper. That's fun because they're just, you know, fun, like aggressive melee units are always going to be good to see when yeah. you're in a shooting uh, meta. 
things like the Tesseract Vault and the Silent King got cheaper. I know that's an appealing list for a lot of people. Um, the Catan, a lot of the staples went up. You know, your Lich Guard, your Catan went up that you're seeing in every list. But uh, yeah, have you got any any thoughts on Necrons? My having played in some twice, even with a Wraith Knight, mm. they were hard to chew through. They are. Um, and now the Wraith Knight and spinning over devastating wounds is gone. My concern is that there are going to be few armies out there that can deal with them. And I know they've had points changes, so the Lich Guard have gone up. But maybe you just play Warriors instead. I could see a situation where Necrons make life quite miserable for a lot of armies. Because you know how, like, mm. you know, at the end of ninth, or like, sorry, that moment in ninth when they got their secondaries got changed and suddenly we saw Necrons everywhere. And it was like, yeah, unless I've tabled them by turn three, they're going to uh, score a 97. They're just going to, yeah, they're just going to get all the points. There's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. My concern is that we're going to get to a point where some armies are going to rock up to the table and just be like, I literally can't deal with you and I'm just going to lose. And yeah, um, yeah that sucks. So, I mean, at, at lead Super Major, the 30 Lich Guard guy I played came over at the end and was like, my opponent's gone home. He just walked up to the table, went, I can't kill 30 Lich Guard and I'm going to go home. And like, um, I could see a situation where that, could potentially create quite a lot of field spurts. Are the points changes enough? No. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no is the answer. I they can still do like, that style. I feel like they can still run that style yeah. and do the thing. And I don't know whether the any of like the strat change type things affects them in terms of how many units they can keep bringing, models they can keep bringing back and that sort of thing. But um I just see there could be potentially a bit of an, a mid-table bully and a bit of an issue for a lot of people. I was going to say, you know what I think they're going to be? I think they're going to be 8th edition knights. I think you're going to write your list and go, can I deal with whichever meta-like problem unit they're bringing? Can I kill a Castellan knight? Can I kill 10 Lich Guard? It's going to be that same thing. Oh. If your army can deal with it you deal with it if not you find a way of not having to deal with it like uh you know move blocking them or scoring objectives in other places playing the mission better than them which is going to be harder to do with a, a an army that's got lots of small stuff but uh yeah i'm i'm also not jazzed to see them remain pretty much the same uh i'm gonna have to run some numbers see what you know can kill them in one activation i wonder if the uh any of the jet bike units in eldar can Probably and not. And wing runners might be able to put it down with Guy. Yeah. 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 I'll have to have, to have a look. Just Night Spinner and we'll make a move for. <laughs> don't make me play a Night Spinner. Or three, even. Sorry. For the love of God, don't make me play a Night Spinner. I don't want to do it. All right. Orcs. Orcs, Orcs, Orcs. Um, these are great. So a couple of things mm. got nerfed. I know the Beast Boss went up in points a little bit. Um, the... What else got nerfed? Um, maybe that's the only thing. Did the Beast Boys get Trucks and stuff went up, didn't they? Did they go up? Uh, I think they went down, actually. Oh, no, they they did go. Okay, so 60 points for a truck. So there were a couple of rebalances, but across the board, mostly things got a little bit cheaper. Mega Knobs got cheaper. Burner Boys got cheaper. Looters got cheaper. 
um, you know, kill rig, 200 points, kill rig got cheaper. And if oh, we like kill rugs in this house, uh, Gretchen got cheaper, even though they can do the most egregious bullshit, like moving 72 inches in one turn. Maybe I'm exaggerating slightly, but if you're an orc player and you like the pressure style or like the tank shock style, I think you're happy with this. I think a lot of things got cheaper. Death copters down to 100 points for three. That's pretty neat. Um, yeah, I think you've just got more stuff to play with. I don't think it changes how the army plays, so I don't really have a lot to say. Only you're going to have a bit more stuff. I think orcs are one of those armies where a lot of people moved away from them, the orky players because the builds you have to do aren't how they want to play. Mm. Um, but I think orcs are good, and I could see them from because now they get even more stuff. Mm. And as you've been saying, the killier stuff in the meta has gone down. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a situation where um, certain sorts of orcs this will be able to crush it. I think. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Forge World stuff. Okay, what happened here? The big track went up. The kill tank went down. It's fine. Mecha Dread went down, and the war boss and war bike went down. I don't think any of that really changes much of a muchness. Mm. Base Marines. What we're going to see here, we're going to see points cuts on almost everything that has been changed. Just skimming. Infantry get cheaper. Impulsor gets cheaper. Uh, Inferno Squad gets cheaper. Lots of stuff gets cheaper. I don't. I think that it, there's a good chance that only one thing goes up in points, and that's the Desolation Squad. So the big yeah. change that they get in the data slate is you now cap to only five models in the Desolation Squad, and they're also more expensive. They're now 200 points for five instead of 170. Thank fuck. I am so sick of that one unit just deleting anything it touches and doing it from behind cover. It was so yeah. frustrating. It's to just such a miserable experience. I've played into Marines so many times now, and it's just like, oh, great, cool. Well, we have to try and deal with the desolation. And, I yeah. don't even think um, Space Marines were like a good or threatening army, but yeah. they warped the meta because that one unit would just kill anything that wasn't in yeah, transport. Yeah. Like, they were killing bricks of fucking custodies like they were killing six custodian guard in a 10-man brick or something stupid like yeah. that so uh great to see them take a fall from grace because now you're less likely to take a unit and put a character in them lots of stuff in the red but there's way too many points on here to look at um, I i'm think curious to see how it'll go because um marines obviously weren't in a good place and they're relying on the desolators so mm. now the desolators are pretty much gone it comes down and points have got cheaper. So what are you going to be doing with all those points you've got gained? And is it enough to now hold your own? And ah, I think interesting. I hadn't thought about it that way. Because you've kind of created this hole, haven't you, of an extra, I don't know, like three, 200 points of stuff. Um, so you were running 10 plus a character. So that was costing you, I think, the better part of 420 points. Right. So that's like a, a fifth of your army that's just freed so up. So that's freed up on top yeah. of the points. So what, you're getting like five, 600 points into your list? Yeah. And it also means that all those players who are really dumb and were taking more than 10 Desolation Marines can no longer like fucking hurt themselves in confusion. So that's, you know, good. Take three units to five. Oh, God, please don't do that. For the like Space Marine players, please. Please stop. <laughs> Like, I know it makes it easier for me to beat you, but, like, it's just it's a little heartbreaking. I don't want to beat you because you forgot how to build lists that are competent. 
like uh, stop, get some help. Stop hitting yourself. Yeah, yeah. Space Marine players hurt themselves in confusion. <laughs> um, speaking of Space Marines being confused and hurting themselves, Space Wolves, their units get cheaper. You yeah, maybe play yeah. them in a Gladius detachment. They're still not better than running any of the other chapters. They're still kind of whatever. Don't run their own detachment. It's bad. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I've got nothing yeah. else to say. Uh, you know who has got a lot better? Tau. This is the probably the one I'm most scared of. Yeah. Like, never ever is the world a good place when Tau are well, good. That's like just your opinion, man. No. It's fact. <laughs> fact. No one is ever happy when Tau players are doing well. Um and I I enjoy when Tau is doing well and I'm also count. playing Tau. Um I'm yeah, I'm genuinely concerned that this could be uh, this could be un, un, um, uncomfortable to play. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting because a lot of stuff got points cuts. Broadsides down twenty points. Crisis suits down five points a model, which adds up, you know, because you got to fit more shit in. Uh, commanders across the board have lost like ten points, maybe a little bit more, uh, ten to fifteen points, I think it is. Uh, you know, some of the tanks. Uh, Davy says, "I don't count. I'm the villain." That's fair. I, no, I am. I am the villain. Um, so I am. I will admit, I'm a little tapped out on Tau. I don't know them anywhere near as much as I did in Ninth Edition. My opinions are nowhere near as well researched on them at the moment, um, but. Our resident Tau player, Jack, said, the Riptide's down 55 points. I still think you don't take it. Which is very Jack's funny. Wrong. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Smash all that shit in. Yeah. I love all that. All of the vehicles. Do you even have you looked at the Tau uh, the Riptide data sheet? No. But it's significantly worse broken. than it was last edition. So uh, Riptides. Uh, you will see a trip tide list out there. I'm sure we will. Yeah. But I don't think we'll see it win events. Like maybe I'm wrong. He's, he's, David says he's playing two right now. Okay. Well, he's he's testing things out, right? Because you got to test stuff out now. But um, my my gut feel is that I I wouldn't be happy to play them. Maybe they're just efficient at this point. But have, remembering how they were in ninth edition, a, they're a shallow imitation of themselves at this point. Um, how much are the planes? Sunshark still 150 points. Okay. Um, how much are the Forge World planes? Because they're funny. Eh. Okay. Like, because planes now have pseudo towering the way that knights used to. Um, yeah. Maybe there's something there. Probably not. But uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm keen to see Tau doing well. I think if you're a Tau player, you should be really jazzed. You're going to bring a lot more toys than you used to. No. Um, I think yeah. like 300 points more models, something like that. You can probably fit what would have been like a two and a half thousand point list in if you take the most efficient units now. So I'm uh, I'm pretty pretty interested to see how that goes. Did the piranhas go down? They're my favorite unit. No, they're still 55. Okay, they were good before. They're good now. Um, cool. Yeah. So we'll move on before Chris has any more doom and gloom about the glorious <laughs> glorious Tau. Uh, speaking of doom and gloom, holy shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> A Thousand Suns got fucking slapped. Uh, the common consensus in our team chat is that Thousand Suns would have been too good if they weren't nerfed. However, they did not deserve for Wrecked. Like, fuck me. The points increases here were just, like, too much. 
I know they got their Vindicator got cheaper. I I know. <laughs> like, you're not playing it. Uh, I don't know. They. Uh, it feels like they're probably not going to be where they were. Maybe they're going to be just good, like a solidly B plus army. But I don't know. Like seeing this disincentivizes me from looking at them at all. Oh, Davy says, "What a twist of fate." Davy, you're the villain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any any thoughts on this other than, oh my god? Yeah, pretty brutal. I think there was a lot of chatter, especially amongst the top end players, about how Thousand Sons would need to be hit, yeah. um, and maybe GW actually listened to them and then went slightly overboard on top of that. Well, I've got some thoughts about Games Workshop listening because uh, they keep um, putting up ads to hire someone and getting loads of experts to send in videos uh, talking about what they would do to change the game. And then, as far as I can tell, not inviting any of them to interviews. So uh, I have have no proof of that. However, no one I've spoken to has gone to an interview. So uh, just, you know, that's my perspective on things. But uh, we'll move on. Speaking of not deserving for wrecked, Tyranid players didn't even get oh, they didn't even get their codex. You yeah. know what that means? Their codex is going to be the latest source of points. <laughs> I think they've said that the latest that the points you should always use are the okay. Fine, fine. Yeah. Sorry to upset you with that exciting revelation. Yeah, yeah. That would that would have been very funny if you could just use the ones in the book. He's like, well. These are the latest points. Yeah. We're gonna do about it. Uh, like, I mean, this is just sad. I don't know. You got any any thoughts on this? I mean, I don't know. We are yet to see the impact Nids would have on the table. So, I think potentially Games Workshop were worried that they got it wrong. So they've gone and um, done this preemptively. Um, Maybe they were right. Maybe let me let right. me pull some fucking numbers out of my ass here and uh, and Tyranifex up to two hundred and forty five points. It's quite after, after it lost its minus one damage rule. Why Games Workshop? Why why have you done this? Like this is so sad. Um, the Norns went up like five points each. I don't care. They're, they're perfectly fine where they are. I have no no strong feelings about that. Uh, Rippers going up is fine. Swarmlord going up to two hundred and seventy points. Why? Why have you done this? It's a terrible day for rain. Like this is this is just so unfair. They've they've picked on all my favorite shit, you know, all the big stuff. Maliceptor went up 10 points. That's not the end of the world, but it's still probably not worth 170 points. Uh Scrimmer Killer did that get cheaper or more expensive? Okay, it got cheaper, thank fuck. It's still massively overpriced. I don't know, man. Like the changes they made, like zone throops don't need to be 110 points realistically. You're still not super jazzed to be spamming them, mm-hmm. like even though people were re- like li- reading that data sheet pre-release and like, oh, this is gonna break the game, and then it just didn't. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just just sad. Did they put the hive tyrant up? Yeah, hive tyrant went up thirty uh, fifteen points. What about the flying hive tyrant? Did that go up as well? I can't even see it. My eyes are too full of tears. Winged tyrant. Yeah, fucking whatever. Let's just move on. Like, I, I don't think these nerfs were warranted at all, is the the, the long and short of that. Um, and then they've changed the points of these, but yeah, whatever. Uh, World Eaters, though, 
if you're a World Eaters player, you maybe are allowed now to put models on the table. Yeah, so, two points decreases. That's a plus. Berserker spam? Uh, I mean, they're cheap. And if you shoot them, they move towards you. So, sure. If I remember correctly, their melee is now kind of sad compared to what it used to be. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it's a step in the right direction. Their corn Lord of Skulls went down to match the Chaos Lord of Skulls. So they fixed that weird discrepancy. Um, I just don't know if it's enough. Like, eight bound coming down in points pretty significantly is nice. But still, I don't really want to be playing, uh, paying custody points for them. Maybe they're about right now, actually. I don't know. Terminators are a bit cheaper. Five points. Yeah. I don't I don't think they're gonna be good. Yeah, they went down one point, didn't they, per model. Hey, sometimes you just gotta take what you can get. And uh World Eaters players would thank you for spitting in their face. <laughs> because you know what? It's been hot out and they're a bit parched. Um yeah. I don't think this makes any big waves in the meta. I think this is just like, hey, you've got some toys, you gotta to play with them, you gotta go two, three or three, two in an event. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, which is a little bit sad because I like the uh, like the diehard World Eater community. Mm. I think I've played most of them at events before they got their codex. <laughs> Genuinely, I think I've played like all of the good ones. If oh. if there's a good World out World Eaters player out there in the UK who I haven't played, my apologies. Um, the network is small. I just feel like I've met a few of you. But yeah, like I'm um, I'm not I'm not feeling like this shakes things up into a you know a real degree. And I think that's it. Any uh, closing thoughts? I think they've done far more than we could have or would have realistically hoped and expected. It does sure. feel like we've had a big refresh and it's almost like a new game system now. I think all the different armies will be excited to this build for at least the next week or two yeah. until things are solved. Um, and it certainly makes things interesting for us in the UK and for those of us who are going to the LGT because... Well, this submission is only in a couple of weeks, I assume. So, That's true, um, yeah. So we've basically got here in the UK. We've got two weeks to try and work out um, the best versions of our different armies, and that's mm. that's an exciting time. True, true. I'm looking forward to that. I my interest in 40k has been revitalised. I uh, I was not playing the game at all because it was very bad competitively, and now I think it's still going to be a bit out there. But I think it's going to be playable. You don't necessarily have to play Eldar. Uh, yeah. or just not be able to you know play the game at the top tables so yeah cool well thank you for watching and uh next time there's some big changes like this you know where to find us it's here at seven o'clock because we always do it